0: This is the story of a young couple, a Depression-era startup, and snack cakes named after a little girl. A real little girl, not just a marketing invention, that became the number one selling brand of snack cakes in America from a small Chattanooga-area community. The story of Little Debbie's is next on this edition of Chattanooga Sidetracks from Classic Country Q97-399-3. Chattanooga Sidetracks with Dale Mitchell. Looking at the places, people, and things that make the Chattanooga area so unique and special. Stick around as we get ready to travel another Chattanooga sidetrack with classic country Q973-993. Our snack cake story begins with a couple of students who met at Southern College, a few miles northeast of Chattanooga. O.D. McKee and Ruth King were married in August of 1928. Just a few months after O.D. had graduated from the institution, after several years of working at various jobs in various places and enduring the hardships of the Great Depression, O.D., then living in North Carolina, was looking for work early in 1933. He noticed a man selling Virginia Dare snack cakes to stores and believed that was something he could do. One of his previous jobs was selling books, and he thought if he could sell books, surely he could sell snack cakes. He learned that Virginia Dare Cakes were produced by Becker's Bakery in Spartanburg, South Carolina. He headed there to seek a distributorship and was promised the Chattanooga Territory, which had been unprofitable for the company. O.D. and Ruth and their two young children moved to Chattanooga to take over the failing distributorship. And by the end of 1933, O.D. had completely turned it around. It also convinced him that the business needed to be expanded with other product lines a local Chattanooga bakery sold cookies under the name of Jack's Cookies, and O.D. convinced Jack's Bakery to let him sell Jack's Cookies along with the Virginia Dare snack cakes. In 1934, the bakery producing Jack's Cookies experienced financial trouble, and the owner decided to put it up for sale. O.D. wanted to buy the business and convinced Becker's Bakery that it would not be a conflict of interest and that he would continue to sell Virginia Dare cakes O.D. purchased the bakery and took over operations with wife Ruth serving as business manager. Working with vendors and creditors, he worked hard to keep the bakery in business. He also made improvements to the manufacturing process by making it more efficient and adding automation. Jack's Bakery's three cookie lines were oatmeal, raisin, and vanilla hard cookies, which sold for a penny each. O.D. developed a soft oatmeal sandwich cookie to add to the line, which sold for five cents. The oatmeal sandwich became very popular and was a large success. At the same time, the McKee family expanded with the birth of a third child. By 1935, Jack's Cookies had outgrown its facility and moved to a larger plant on Dodds Avenue. And O.D. invited his father-in-law to join him in the business. But the partnership proved to be a mistake as the two men had vastly different business philosophies. O.D. wanted to expand and his father-in-law wanted to remain much more conservative and keep the business as it was. In the meantime, O.D. purchased Carson's Cookie Company in Spring Hope, North Carolina, and sent his brother and brother-in-law there to run the operation. Later in 1936, it became obvious that the partnership with his father-in-law was untenable, and they would have to separate. In the split, O.D. took half of the financial assets of Jack's Cookies, the Carson Cookie Company, and a small interest in the remaining operation. His father-in-law kept the Chattanooga plant and assets, and the other half of the financial assets. So, O.D. and Ruth headed back to North Carolina to start a Jack's Cookies in Charlotte as their fourth child was born. They closed the Carson Cookie Company and moved its equipment to Charlotte with a plan to start production in late January of 1937. After using most of his capital on equipment for the operation, a new oven being transported from Cincinnati by truck was badly damaged when the truck overturned on an icy road. The expense of repairing the oven exhausted the McKee's capital and forced the opening of the new plant to march. They stayed afloat financially by selling cookies from Jack's Cookies in Chattanooga door to door. When the new plant opened, sales proceeds from one day would be used to purchase ingredients for the next day's production. Slowly, the business began to grow, and by 1941, the company needed a larger facility to keep up with the growth. O.D. and Ruth had always leased buildings up to this point, and this was an opportunity to own their own building for the business. After World War II ended, building material costs skyrocketed and caused the construction costs of the new facility to almost triple, and would prevent O.D. from financing the new plan himself. After several complications, He was finally able to get a government small business loan and the new plant for Jack's Cookie Company opened in Charlotte in March of 1947. By 1948, some continuing health issues forced O.D. to consider retirement at the age of 43. He worked out a lease purchase plan to sell the operation, but under the new management, the company did poorly and sales declined while debt increased. O.D. came out of retirement after two years to try to restore the company. But the challenge was too great, and he finally sold controlling interest in late 1950. After much conflict with the new ownership over business strategy, O.D. left the company in early 1951. But in April of that year, O.D. received a call from his brother-in-law, Cecil King, who was now the owner of the original bakery in Chattanooga that O.D. had sold to his father-in-law. It was now known as King's Bakery, and Cecil had lost a number of key employees And needed help running the business. Od returned to Chattanooga to serve as general manager, and over a period of time, got the bakery back on sound footing. Cecil's health was declining, and he sold the business to Od in July of 1952. In 1952, sales were five hundred eighty thousand dollars. By 1955, sales had grown to one million thirteen thousand dollars. The growth was straining the Dodds Avenue plant. And in 1957, the McKees worked out a plan to construct a new bakery in the nearby community of Collegedale. The new plant was named McKee Baking Company and was the first time the McKee name had appeared on any of the companies they had operated. By 1960, sales were $2 million and the company was profiting. O.D. and Ruth's sons, Ellsworth and Jack, were also part of company leadership. The next big event for the company was what resulted in it becoming a household name. O.D. was meeting with a packaging supplier named Bob Mosier, who stressed the need for the company to have a brand identity that would symbolize the quality of the products and be easily recognizable. Mosier asked O.D. the names of his grandchildren. One of the names was Debbie, and Mosier said, There's your name, Little Debbie. Debbie was the four-year-old daughter of Ellsworth McKee. Mosier got a picture of Debbie, and his art department worked up some packaging ideas. Shortly thereafter, all the products of McKee Bakery bore the Little Debbie logo, and her picture on the packaging was a rapid success. Since then, McKee Foods Corporation has continued to grow. The original Collegedale plant has been expanded 13 times, with a second and later a third plant built nearby. Additional plants have been opened in Gentry, Arkansas and Stuart Strath, Virginia, along with a distribution center in Kingman, Arizona. In addition to Little Debbie products, the company also produces Sunbelt Bakery, Drake's Cakes, and Fieldstone Bakery brand products. Little Debbies are the number one snack cake brand in the United States. And by 2005, the company had reached $1 billion in revenue. And through it all, it has continued to be managed by members of the McKee family, now into the third generation of leadership. And Little Debbie... Now known as Debbie McKee Fowler, she is an executive vice president and member of the board of McKee Foods, and the logo based on the picture of her as a four-year-old still graces every package of Little Debbie Cakes. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Chattanooga Sidetracks. Be sure to subscribe to Chattanooga Sidetracks on your favorite podcast player or service, and make sure to join us again soon. When we take another trip down Chattanooga Sidetracks, a production of Classic Country, q 97 3 3